You were put here on this earth to do something very important and very unique to what you can offer. And if you put yourself in a position to set that aside and think, oh no, I see this person reaching so much success doing X, Y, and Z, so I need to do X, Y, and Z, you are doing yourself and more importantly, this world a great disservice by not going after the dreams that you actually desire. Hi friends, and welcome to Do The Damn Thing. I'm your host, Lauren LaRue. I'm an entrepreneur who started with a small blog, and now I am the CEO of the LaRue brand, a lifestyle business and branding studio for women entrepreneurs building intentional lives and intentional businesses. But don't fret, this podcast is for everybody. I created this podcast with the intent to offer people a safe space to land and learn about the journey we're all on together. It's not just about being happy. It's about healing, getting to know yourself, and living intentionally, which is why this podcast is the right place for all of you beautiful souls showing up ready to change your life. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Do The Damn Thing podcast. As always, I'm so happy to have all of you beautiful souls with me here today. And as per usual, I feel like every intro and outro to this podcast is always the same, but I'm super pumped for today's topic. This feels a little bit different to the normal conversations we have on this podcast, which really excites me because this is a topic that I'll probably just be kind of riffing on throughout the podcast just like as I go. It's not something I've given a lot of preemptive thought to. The idea came to me when I was watching a TikTok because I recently, a couple days ago, just got to see one of my best friends from college. I haven't seen her since we graduated. We have We had so much fun catching up and just chatting. We were together for three hours. We had such a great like late lunch little date. It was so fun. You know, in the lot of catching up, we were talking about, you know, our success and just, you know, where we're at and where we're feeling like down and just getting each other's advice. And it was just such a great conversation. And we were talking a lot about comparison in social media, which obviously I just did a full um, podcast episode on, which was really great. I received a lot of (laughs) very relatable messages to it after I launched that podcast. But my friend and I were talking a lot about just comparison in general and how toxic it can be and how hard it is not to just kind of do it automatically. It's a very subconscious action. It's not usually something we're very conscious of that we're doing. And it can just really put us in a not great mindset, in a mindset of thinking we're falling short. Something that I mentioned to this friend, I think that is particular to our generation and specifically just the generation of social media in general, is that with comparison, it's so easy for us to think we're never doing enough because we we're constantly exposed to people who are doing something different than us, not necessarily more than us, but something different. And we, I, I feel like we adopt this mindset to think that we should be doing it too. So even if it's not something we're interested in or a goal we want or whatever, we adopt other people's personas through social media, which can be really toxic. And it's done through comparison and we're constantly putting ourselves in a place of thinking we're falling short. And I hadn't planned on talking about this in the podcast. Um, It was just a really nice conversation. I've talked about comparison before and I talk about it specifically in the social media podcast. But then I was scrolling my phone and came across a TikTok of a creator that I really enjoy. She, her name is Jackie. She is a like perfumist, I think they're called, or no, I'm sorry. She owns a candle company. Um, so like, what's the equivalent of like a smell sommelier? You guys know what I'm talking about. Like there's a, there's a word for it who pe- for people who specialize in that kind of thing. But, um, she's just really inspiring and she's, she's very like 
maximalist in her OCD, which is very much like me. She's super clean and just like posts all these beautiful aesthetic videos. And I just enjoy her content. She's very like raw and honest and everything. So I came across one of her TikToks that was 35 things she had learned in 35 years. And she was so straight to the point about so much of it and so much of it rang so true. And there were a few in the beginning that really stood out to me that gave me one sort of encompassing idea that I thought would be a really great idea for a podcast. And I wasn't sure what to call it and I wasn't sure how to like phrase it. But essentially what I want to talk to you guys about today is it's a lot. It's an encompassing topic of comparison and adoption of other people's beliefs and personas and goals and etc. Basically stating that this is kind of the opposite, not opposite, I wouldn't say, but it's not a conversation that I think comes up in self-help or spirituality or intentional living as often as letting influence does. And what I mean by that is reading a self-help book is influencing, listening to a podcast is influencing. You know, we we just are in a constant state of consumption of other people's ideas and ideologies and notions and concepts and theories and that's all well and good like it's impossible nowadays not to form your own beliefs based on the influence of other people people you admire people you don't admire etc like it's it's not you know not a lot of people are coming up with brand new ideas every day right a lot of things have been said and done already but I think that in the constant state of consuming, we can get lost in what our own ideas are, our own beliefs are, our own goals are. So what I want to talk to you guys about today is protecting your own energy. First, there is you and then there is everyone else. First is your ideas, your thoughts, your concepts, your beliefs, your goals and your dreams. And then there are the thoughts, ideologies, concepts, theories, goals and dreams of those around you. And it can be very difficult nowadays to isolate or separate your ideas and goals from those of the people around you, those who really strongly influence you, whether it's family, your best friends, or even actual influencers, people you see on social media that you really admire. So I'm really excited to dive into today's topic because I think that this is something that we can often forget and it's not easily to remind ourselves of because in the state of comparison or in the action of comparing your life to someone else, specifically those you may admire or look up to or those who are on a similar path as you but are further along, it can be very easy to validate your feelings of not being enough or not doing enough or why has this person achieved this and why haven't I Comparison is, as they say, the thief of joy. Comparison is such a evil in this world and it's very difficult to take yourself out of a place of comparison when you're feeling like you're very behind or you're feeling like nothing is going right for you. Something that was really affecting my mental health when I was in my very like bad phase, so between the time of graduating until I started my intentional living journey, that was about just just under a year. In that kind of year time frame, something that I was consistently doing was comparing my life and my goals and just me in general to other people who I felt were more successful, more worthy. And first, let me say there is no one on this earth more or less worthy than you. 
We are all equally worthy. We are all born into this world in a natural state of abundance and a natural state of compassion and joy and bliss. We're all conceived under that same umbrella. It's when we come into the world and we start learning things, adopting beliefs, taking actions and forming our own life path that we become different from the person standing next to you, right? That's what that's what intentional living, that's what, you know, the universal spirituality journey teaches us is that we are all born the same and then we become different through the actions and experiences of our lives. And it can be very easy to compare your experiences to someone else and say, okay, I deserve more. I deserve less. Why do they have this? Why don't I have this? And that was something I was doing very, very frequently when I was in that kind of year gap between graduating and starting this journey. I, I, I've, I've talked to you guys about this a lot before. I was in a very angry state of my life. That's when I've been the most angry in my life. I was very much under the impression that I was the victim of everything. Everything was happening to me and I just couldn't catch a break, right? I was in a constant state of, of course this is happening or why wouldn't this happen to me? Or, you know, constantly in a state of negativity where I was inviting more negativity into my life, right? That goes back to the topic of last week on what we focus on expands, right? So if I was focusing on all of the negativity in my life, it was only naturally going to expand. I was only going to invite more negativity. And I was just constantly comparing my life to others. Specifically, I would say it was worst right after I had graduated. And I've talked to you guys about this before. If you're interested in more of that story, go listen to the very first podcast episode talking to you guys about how I began my intentional living journey. But in that time, when I was looking for a job, I was comparing myself to all of my friends who had just graduated as well. And they had jobs. They were moving forward. Their life was making progress. And I was just at standstill. And that comparison in combination with my grief and my guilt of of about to be passing the age of my brother who had passed away at 22, it was, it was this all consuming feeling of failure and disappointment and rejection and grief and guilt and, you know, all of the above. So anyways, after a long winded introduction, I want to talk to you guys about how we let people influence us how we let certain people influence us, how we let certain opinions, beliefs, events, experiences influence our life story and our opinions and our our beliefs. I think it's really an, an important conversation to have. And more importantly, it's, a, it's so critical for us to actively think about. It's so critical for us to actively acknowledge who's influencing us, how they're influencing us, and why. Because... We are a generation of easily influenced people, I think. And I don't think that's a bad thing. It's just a product of social media and the influencer culture in general. In the ages of like 20 to 30, I would say in general, that age group is the most influenced culture because we grew up with social media, right? And it's an interesting concept to think about. It's interesting to see where we are so easily influenced versus where we're not. So the first thing I want to talk about is influencer culture in general. So social media and how we look at influencers or people we admire who we don't know. Let's zoom it out a little bit. So even not just influencers, but celebrities or authors we admire or motivational speakers or singers and songwriters or whoever, whoever you admire a lot. So there are a few people on that list for me that I very, very much look up to. A couple of them are influencers, uh, not many celebrities, I would say. Uh, but more just, you know, people who I very much admire, but do not know personally. 
And it's interesting to think about how much influence these people have in my life. And I want to talk about one person in particular, my friend and former life coach and former uh, one of my former EFT practitioners, Haley, which I'm sure a lot of you guys are familiar with. Her name is Haley Hoffman Smith. I did her website. We're very good friends. um, And she is a well-known influencer. And her and I actually just recently had a very candid conversation about this because she's going through uh, something personal with a friend. And I was talking to her about how for a brief period of time after I had moved here, there were stages of like my association with Haley. At first, it was someone who like so much influenced me, so much inspired me. Her content, her voice, her words, her wisdom was so inspiring to me. And that held out for a really long time. But then I moved to New York. I moved back. And I told you guys, I was in this constant ebb and flow, this constant wave of highs and lows. I was consistently fighting against, can I do this? I can't do this. And it was really overwhelming. It was a period where I felt really isolated, even though I was actively building the very empowering friendship group I have today. It was a very isolating feeling. I don't think there was a way to avoid that. I was letting my friends in as much as I could, but I was becoming, I was definitely reverting back to a former Lauren. And when I say that, I mean someone who not was victimized in a sense of anger, but I was playing victim to circumstances because I was looking at people like Haley or influencers in general, honestly. And I kept telling myself, because as always, you know, it's so easy to make make inform opinions from the outside looking in because we're not experiencing anyone else's life but our own. And especially when it comes to someone you don't know or just like are familiar with, it's easy to compare and think they haven't done enough or haven't worked hard enough for what they have, right? And I talked to Haley about this. I was very candid with her and I said, you know, I was really struggling for a little while because I was comparing so much of my life and my journey to hers. And I was beginning to become very resentful of her success because I wasn't seeing my own success. I wasn't seeing my own progress. And that in itself was a way for me to sabotage because I was comparing and I knew, which I know now and I knew before, not only is comparison the thief of joy, but comparing your timeline and your success to anyone else's is just simply a recipe for disaster. It's simply a recipe for failure and a recipe to let yourself know or let yourself believe that you are behind, that you're not doing enough, that you don't deserve what you want or you haven't worked hard enough for it because everyone's version of success is different. Everyone's journey to success is different. We are always right where we are meant to be. This is something I also said to that friend I was talking about earlier who I saw from college. Her and I have had very similar experiences with grief, which is what, you know, bonds us so deeply. And her grief was more recent than mine. So I was talking to her a lot about the grief journey and, you know, just letting her know however you're feeling is always right. You're never wrong with your grief. Grief looks different for everyone and everything you grieve. You're not going to grieve two people the same way. And I think it's very easy to forget that. So I was talking to her about all of this in comparison because she's still very much in a state of grieving. And then I ended up reaching out to Haley and just saying like, hey, this is something I've been going on with, blah, blah, blah. And we talked about it. And I realized that in my comparison not only was I setting myself up for failure and thinking that I wasn't doing enough, but I was also doing myself an even greater disservice because I was 
by comparing my success and my journey to Haley's so much, you know, months ago now, I was also invalidating the success that I actually have reached. I was, I was telling the girl who had reached success over the last few months that she wasn't doing enough. I was telling her she wasn't working hard enough. She wasn't earning enough. She wasn't doing enough. I was invalidating any success I had already reached by telling myself I wasn't doing enough or that because I'm not where this person is, I'm, I'm not worthy. I'm not successful enough. So point number one is to say, comparing yourself to any sort of influencer or friend or anyone, compare, comparing yourself to anyone, because my friend was also comparing herself to me. She was saying, and this was so funny because, again, I just talked to you guys about social media, but my friend from college was saying to me, I always look at your stories and your feed and it just always seems like you have your shit together, like you're, you're, you're good, you're doing good. And it's funny because that's not the first person to say that to me in a couple months. And I looked at her and I was just like, dude, social media is a highlight reel. Like I'm posting the highs, not the lows. Or I do post my lows, just they're not as often anymore, which is, you know, fantastic. I've worked really hard for that. But I'm, I'm posting the highs. I'm posting the fun stuff. I'm posting when I'm out and about and, you know, I'm having fun with friends or I'm with my boyfriend or I'm doing something fun. I'm not posting, you know, my eight-hour workday where I'm sitting at my computer. I was definitely in a very similar position in seeing people post the highlights of their lives and thinking, wow, like, why haven't I done enough to deserve that? And nothing was more soul-crushing than thinking that. Nothing was more hurtful to myself like I was hurting myself in looking at someone's life especially if it's a stranger and you don't know what their journey has been you don't know what they've gone through and thinking why do they deserve that and I don't like nothing hurts more truly it's just so it's such an excruciating pain because I think you're you feel so isolated in that pain but it's not true because we're all guilty of it we all do it but we shouldn't be doing it right So point number one is comparison to anyone else in your life, to friends, family, your parents, your colleagues, your professors, your whomever, enemies, comparing yourself to influencers or celebrities or whomever you want is never going to be healthy. The best thing we can do is look at people, specifically people we admire, a friend, a parent, an influencer, whomever, and let their success inspire you. Look at someone's journey, say, damn, they worked hard for that. Damn, they're doing so good. And let that inspire you. It's in no way is that an invitation to compare your life to theirs. In no way is that a invitation to think you're not doing enough. Which leads me into my next point in how we also look at other people, whether it's a friend, influencer, whoever, And we see their highlight reels, right? We see them on social media. We see what they're achieving. And we see them doing so well that we think we need to adopt their goals or their dreams. This is something I am still actively reminding myself of. This is something I am still very much in the process of remembering and thinking about every day because I am very much guilty of this. What I mean is looking at someone who inspires you, who influences you and seeing what they're achieving and then therefore seeing their success and thinking, okay, that's my dream now too. That, that's what I want to do. 
just because you see the success. You, what you are seeing but not acknowledging is their joy, their happiness, their bliss, their feeling of pride, their hard work. But all we adopt is the success mindset and thinking, okay, for me to reach success, I have to have the same goal or same dream that they have, which is not true. You have your goals and you have your dreams for a very, very specific reason. You were put here on this earth to do something very important and very unique to what you can offer. And if you put yourself in a position to set that aside and think, oh no, I see this person reaching so much success doing X, Y, and Z, so I need to do X, Y, and Z, you are doing yourself and more importantly, this world a great disservice by not going after the dreams that you actually desire. Woo, that was powerful. (laughs) Your purpose here is very unique. Everyone's purpose on this earth is very unique. There's good, there's bad, there's beauty, there's ugly. But everyone's purpose here is unique, right? And when we let someone who inspires us and we miscommunicate that inspiration with influence, or with a mindset or thinking that that's what we need to be doing, we are doing ourselves a disservice. So another example is when I was beginning LaRue and I was not even beginning throughout the journey of LaRue throughout my life. I don't even know why I'm isolating to LaRue throughout my life. And I know that so many of us, if not everyone listening to this has done this as well. I've seen people reach really immense success. And when it's something that sounds exciting, or sounds fun, that line between congratulations, good job on your success, and hey, good job, but should I be doing this too, can get very, very blurry, right? Now, a very good example of this is influencer culture. We see people, and I I don't mean individual influencers, I mean like the actual act of influencing. So becoming an influencer, we see, and I see this so, so often talked about on social media, is we see their success and we see that it seems fun and easy, I think is the operative word, which I know it's not. But we look at influencers and we think, oh, they're creating videos for a living and making freaking ridiculous amount of money, you know, and go them, you know, do you boo. But we see that and we think that's what we want. And I was definitely, most certainly guilty of this, which is so funny following the social media podcast because I told you guys I've now gotten to a place where I couldn't imagine being in a place of like that major influence and I have absolutely no desire to get there because I just I'm just simply and this is something I can EFT on and probably work myself out of but I'm just simply not comfortable with having that many eyes on me that are just gonna you know some people are just gonna be mean But the influencer culture in general, I think, seems so attractive to the blinded eye because we're not fully aware of what it involves. However, I do think that in recent months, maybe, social media has become more open. Influencers have become more open about the difficulties of it. We see, you know, obviously cancel culture is a huge issue and and we see people getting canceled. We see people dredging up other people's past and then all this crap happens and this whole mess of stuff comes out. I don't know. Anyways, I think that in the beginning in particular, when influencers were really, really becoming a prominent part of social media, it was a very attractive thing to see, right? It was very 
easy to put yourself in those shoes and think, wow, that seems like the best life ever. These people are traveling, making boatloads of money, like they're getting free stuff. It sounds incredibly appealing, right? It really does. But is that what you want? Is that what you actually want? Is that your dream or is that someone else's dream? Are you seeing the success of someone else and thinking, okay, I want that too? Or do you want success in general? Or do you want the feeling of joy, bliss, happiness, financial security, and freedom? That's what you probably want. But it's so easy to transfer your energy and your dreams and your goals into someone else's when you see that they have the feeling that you want. And that is what brings us into the intentional living conversation. It is not the actual act of what they've achieved that you desire. It is the feeling of what that achievement brings. You want to feel joy, bliss, success, happiness, security, pride. And you see that person achieving those things in their own success and think, okay, I have to do exactly what they did to achieve those emotions. But that is not true. You have to follow your dreams. Whatever those dreams look like, whatever those dreams are that are true to you, you have to follow those to achieve the emotions that you desire. That is the issue, I think, with influencer culture. We are so easily, and let me be clear, we is me as well. We are so easily influenced by other people's success that we think we need to do exactly what they did to achieve success, when in reality, our dreams will get us there and we'll still achieve the same emotions. That is what we are always after. We are always after specific emotions. Every day I remind myself I am manifesting peace. I just want to feel at peace. Peace means letting go of my grief. Peace means feeling loved and supported in all of my relationships. Peace means feeling financial security and freedom in my life. Peace means traveling and having a lot of clients and watching my dreams bustle. Peace to me is what I am achieving. I am not achieving a numerical value of clients, of followers, of money. I am working my way every single day towards peace. And if anything should influence you, it is that. It's that everyone should be working towards peace and joy and love and happiness and bliss and security. That is the universal goal that we all share It's to achieve those things, right? Especially if you're in this conversation daily, if you're working towards self-help and wellness and spirituality and intentional living. That is the universal goal of this conversation. It is not to all of us become, you know, the exact same thing. We don't all need to become life coaches or entrepreneurs or whatever it is. Whatever your goals are, those are right. If no one's ever told you that, let me say that again. Whatever your goals are, those are correct. Your goals are true to you, not what you've been influenced by or not who you've been influenced by or the success that they've gotten. Your goals are your own because that's what you can achieve to help change this world. That's what you can achieve to help yourself feel happiness, joy, bliss, success, security, pride, etc. The last thing I want to touch on is protecting your energy in general from the influence and opinion of others. When I say that, what I mean is that we need to create a habit in which we ask ourselves to consciously think about conversations, things we've heard, things we've picked up on, and ask ourselves, is this truly what I believe 
Or did I hear it and think, hey, that sounds kind of right. Maybe that's what I believe. Specifically, good examples of this are family members or friends who influence you to think something. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, I'm not seeing people do this with malicious intent and wanting you to hop on whatever bandwagon they're preaching. I'm just saying it's very proactive and very protective of your energy and your mental health to practice daily thought intention, daily thought check-ins. Did you have a really important conversation with a professor, with your parents, with a best friend, with your boss? Did you have an important conversation and walk away with new knowledge? And did you adopt that knowledge in a way that feels comfortable to you? Does it feel right? Does something settle in your stomach right or wrong, right? It's very easy to think about. I think a a very strong example of this is as you grow up, we are taught that, you know, our parents know best, right? Mom and dad never lie. They always know, you know, the right answer. They always know what to do. And while that's true a lot of the time, and my parents would love to hear me say that, (laughs) while that is true a lot of the time, it's not always right. And it's okay. Let me say, let me say this, because so often we're not giving ourselves permission to do the things that feel hard. It's okay for you to think differently than your parents or your best friend. This is also a very important conversation I had with that friend the other day from college. We, I'm telling you, we should have recorded that conversation. <laughs> it could have been a whole like awesome podcast. Something that her and I had a mutual conversation on was this fear that we can't be friends, we can't be in relationships, we can't be known to people who have different ideologies, different beliefs than us, because that's specifically what, you know, political conversations are teaching us right now, but conversations in general, I don't want to get into politics. And I've had this conversation with a couple of my friends, and I know that I'm safe to do so because I trust these people so deeply to never judge me and I them. And it was a very enlightening and comforting conversation to just remind myself that I can have hard conversations. We can have hard conversations with friends, parents, colleagues, whomever, and still be friends with them. We can still love them. We can still be there for them. We can still have a good relationship with them, but we don't have to believe everything the other person believes. We don't have to be on the same boat, rowing the same way for every single idea, concept, etc. And I think the biggest thing to remember is that you're allowed to be open to other people's opinions. You're allowed to be open and you should be open to hearing other people's opinions and hearing other people's thoughts and beliefs. But that doesn't mean you have to adopt them. All I'm saying is that I think it's important to make sure you're just checking in with yourself. After you have really big, important conversations with people where you're walking away, like really thinking, you feel your gears turning and you're really you were really engaged in that conversation right I encourage you to walk away and debrief with yourself ask yourself you know do I believe this does this resonate does this feel good to me does this feel good to my beliefs and what I've you know adopted throughout my life I think it's really important that we're acknowledging where people are actually influencing us and questioning that influence does it feel right Does it feel right in your gut? Does it feel good to you? Does it make you feel happier, healthier, proud, whatever? Or have you adopted a belief or adopted a opinion? And I'm not, again, I'm not talking about like, you don't have to go as deep as like spirituality or religion or politics or anything. I'm talking about like 
anything, any subject, topic of raising kids or getting married or your job, you know, parents tend to have very strong opinions about what their kids do with their lives. And thankfully, I was raised in a household where my parents have always just supported whatever I've wanted to do. But it's not always the case. Not everyone is as privileged and as lucky in that situation. And I fully acknowledge that. So if you're in a situation where your parents have strongly influenced your work or your work path or your career path, I encourage you to question it. I encourage you to ask yourself, does this feel like me? Is Am I following my dreams? Is this my dream or is this what I was taught to dream? I think that's a really fantastic place to end it. I feel like this was such a fantastic conversation. Again, feeling like I was totally being channeled by the universe throughout that entire podcast. I feel like this will become probably a staple to this brand. I feel like this was just a really strong and empowering conversation. I hope you guys feel the same. I hope you're walking away prepared to question things. I think that's always, always a great place to approach things is to have questions. And like I said, if anything influences you, it's this podcast that should ask you to question where you're influenced. So I'll end it there. I love you all so, so dearly. And I will see all of you beautiful souls next week.